Hello, friends. Welcome to the Faith Culture Podcast. My name is Shina Konde from Lagos, Nigeria. On today's episode of the Faith Culture Podcast, we're talking about how you can overcome fear and doubts. You know what the Bible says in the book of Isaiah 41, verse 10? It says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I mean, you can know the scripture, but then you do not, uh, you know, you do not know the processes that you can take to actually overcome fear and doubts. On the show today, I have with me, um, Christine. Christine, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, it's really nice to have you. And I can't wait to um, hear you talk about how we can actually overcome fear and doubts, right? Right, yes. Well, I can only speak from experience. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Okay, um, so yeah, um, this is the Faith Culture Podcast. Yeah, and if there's one topic we should talk about is, um, you know, how we can overcome fear and doubt. The Bible says that God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, right, but of faith and of a sound mind. And I believe that today, um, you know, we have Christians who are struggling with, um, you know, with fear and doubt. And as a result, they've been, they've missed out on a whole lot of opportunities. And uh, I mean, and fear is terrible. Fear is a terrorist of the devil. And I know that um, you have some tips you can share with us today on how we can actually overcome this. But before we dive in proper into the conversation, can you, um, Christine, please tell us what exactly we mean when we say fear and what do we mean by doubts? Well, fear, it, do not fear is written 365 times in the Bible, which, wow. means, which means we're covered every single day from God to do not fear. That's not, it's not, I mean, it's not ironic that that's said 365 times and we have 365 days a year. God really doesn't want us to fear. He wants it to give it up and give it, let go and get, let him, right? And so yeah. fear, fear is distrust, right? Fear is not trust in God. It's almost taking our conflicts and our insecurities and our situations on our own, you know, we're going to do it alone. But if we put it in to God and we give it to him and we pray and we say, here, I give it to you, Lord, then that fear dissipates. And so if we feel fear, we're not trusting in the Lord. And it's the same with doubt. I mean, I, I totally believe that it's natural, it's normal, but we have the scriptures that back it up that say, okay, when you feel doubt, when you feel this mistrust and fear, then go back to the scripture. And it's, it's written there, like you said, Isaiah 41, it's, I will hold you up with my righteous right hand, right? I mean, he's very specific about how he's going to hold us up. Okay. And so if, if you have fear and doubt, then you're mistrusting the Lord. You're not giving it to him. Wow. Hmm. I mean, this is getting interesting. Um, I mean, I love the fact that you said, um, you know, fear. One um, symbol of fear is the fact that there's some level of, um, you know, distrust. And uh, I mean, Really, if you actually trust God with the whole of your heart, then you would have no reason to fear, right? But, 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 but really, um, you know, Christine, uh, at what point would you say that, um, you know, I mean, should we rather say it's it's not uh, it's impossible, um, you know, to say okay, you know, I'm living a fearless life, and at no point will I get to entertain fear as a Christian, or are there moments whereby fear creeps in into our life? I think it's really hard to have no fear in your life. I mean, we're all faced with traumas and tragedies and difficulties. And I have children, you know, I, I can tend to be more fearful about what would happen, what will happen to them. And when they go through difficulty, 
but I've gone through a lot of illness in my life. I've gone through chemotherapy. I've gone through a lot of surgery. So I've had a lot of physical pain. I've had a lot of emotional pain. And so a lot of times when people have great pain or great trauma in their life, they become more fearful, but those are, but those are not the people that have trust in the Lord. When I clung to God through all of my difficulties, that fear, that fear of abandonment, that fear of pain, that fear of tragedy, it, it, it lessened for me, it dissipated. And the more I practiced that, the less it affected me. Meaning when I was dependent on society and this world to tell me who I was, I was not in relationship with God. When I depended on God to tell me who I was, I'm his daughter. I'm, I'm the daughter of the most high. When I depended on God for, for the truth of who I was, then people's opinion of me dissipated. It went away because it doesn't matter what people think of me. It matters what God thinks of me. Yeah. I, I'm accountable to one person. That's God. I'm not accountable to anybody on this earth. Now, God will send us, you know, earthly angels to help us and shore us through. And, and those, those things are incredible and they help us a lot, but we have to find, we have to fill the foundation for ourselves. We have to go back into the word. We have to press into scriptures and to podcasts about faith mm -hmm. and to, and into, you know, spirituality so that when we are rattled in life, when something happens to us, like for instance, when I was diagnosed with cancer, when that rattled me, I was not built on a firm foundation of faith, but I certainly over the course of the first month, I clung to my foundation of faith and I learned more how to cling to that foundation of faith, but it almost took that diagnosis for me to go, okay, I was clinging to materialism. I was clinging to things of this world. And that was like quicksand. I was sinking in that sand. And then once I started to cling to God, even though I was going through great tragedy, I was going through chemotherapy and pain and suffering and emotional and physical, it was less suffering for me because I was clinging to God. And I was learning about his promises to us. He will uphold us. He will carry us. He will heal us. But if I, if I ignore that, and I just talk, think about what my doctors tell me, then I'm putting my trust in the world, not in faith, right? Yeah. Wow. Um, now, Chris, let's talk about the consequences of um, entertaining fear, embracing self-doubt, um, I mean, doubts. What would you say are the consequences of embracing fear or entertaining fear? Great suffering, depression, suicide, loneliness, emptiness. That's what it brings, right? I mean, and, and Satan is like loving that. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to make you so scared because Satan wants to destroy families. He wants to destroy lives. Yeah. And so if he can push us into fear, then, and we are dependent on, again, you know, cling to fear and cling to, okay, what the world thinks of us or, or what doctors tell us, right? I mean, I had a doctor tell me how the percentile chance of survival if I meditated on that number, I'd be fearful all the time, but I choose not to meditate on that. I choose to meditate on the Bible and what the Bible says about my diagnosis. And those are two different things. And so I think that if we entertain fear and, and soak in that discomfort of fear, that's life shattering. But if we yeah. soak in the comforts of the Bible, that's life giving. And you can be in the same exact circumstance, but it's what you focus on. 
Wow, incredible. Um, you know, Christian, you, you've talked about the foundations of faiths, right? What exactly do you mean by the foundations of faith? Well, for me, I believe in God. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in Jesus Christ. And I believe the trilogy of God. Of God. And, yeah. And so when I put, when I go through my day and I, again, I'm, I live in chronic pain and I have, there are obviously situations in each of our lives that we don't like. They're not comfortable. They're not favorable. They're not what we expected. Like I didn't expect to be in chronic pain in my life. That, that was unexpected, but I can do two things with that pain. I can suffer tremendously by why did this happen to me? That victim mentality. Why would God allow this? Right. Right. Yeah. Again, this like victim mentality, or I can say, okay, God's grace is good enough for me today. God goes before me. God goes behind me. God goes to the side of me. I have the Holy spirit to guide my day. And when I really need, when I'm really in a pressure cooker, I can get on my hands and knees and I can pray and God is with me. And so again, it's what you focus on. And when I was focusing on like the world and TV and Bravo and E! News and, and movies and, and things like that, I was focused on how can I look better to the world? Mm. But, but when I was focused on podcasts about scripture, podcasts from pastors, and watching church on TV throughout my day, my, my, my focus shifted. And, and, and even though the burdens were the same, the burdens lessened. I love how you sort of emphasize on, um, you know, on us focusing on, on God, you know, focusing on the help of the Holy Spirit and also focusing on the word of God when we have, um, you know, challenging moments. And uh, I just want to, I mean, I want to take us back to this, um, you know, scenario in the Bible where Peter was, you know, when Peter saw Jesus, you know, uh, walking on uh, walking on water and Jesus Christ, you know, bid him to come, you know, walk on water with him. And, you know, for the first moment, Peter was walking and eventually, you know, he, he started yeah. sinking, you yeah. know, uh, I mean, how, okay, what are the, what are the other ways that we Christians today can begin, you know, can be like Peter, whereby we, you know, we, we, we begin to move in faith and then, you yeah. know, just, um, you know, in our unguided moments, we start drifting, uh, you know, into fear and we start sinking. Well, I think that's normal. And I don't think that you should criticize yourself for that, right? Because yeah. I think self-doubt and I think self-criticism can also destroy our self-esteem and can also lead us into a path of fear. So yeah. if you recognize that that's normal, there are fearful moments in our life. We can't we, we can try to completely depend on God. Sometimes we mess up. Then just remember that God's grace and God's forgiveness surpasses all of that. And so you just go back into the focus of focusing on God and God's word. Like I'm beautifully, wonderfully made, even scarred up. Like I have scars all over my body, but that doesn't mean that I'm not as beautiful or not as worthy. I'm beautifully made in God's image. Regardless yeah. of how many scars I have, regardless of how many surgeries or chemotherapies, I'm, I am that because that's, and I am whole because that's what it says in the Bible. But if I look at, you know, my modeling agency who says, oh, well, you can't work anymore because you have all these scars. Then I'm like, oh, that fear comes into play. Well, then I can say to God, no, you're going to cover me. You're going to cover me in my work. You're going to cover me in my day. You're going to go before me. And wherever you lead me, I trust you. Those are two different focuses right yeah 
and that but that's a choice mm. it's all boils down to the choice we make <laughs> Okay, so um, Christine, you know, in your story, you 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 battled um, you know, um, you know, this medical condition that you sort of mentioned. Uh, when it when it occurred to you when you had the diagnosis, uh, did you feel like God had, um, you know, did you feel neglected by God? Did you feel, oh God, how could this have happened to me? I, I mean, I mean, yes. What sort of feeling did you have when you discovered? Well when I was diagnosed with cancer, I was also completely, um, my life was, I was medicating myself on culture. Like I was pouring into society. I was pouring in materialism. I wanted to buy things to make me feel better. When I was insecure or I was lonely, I'd, I'd go, okay, well, I'll go shopping and that will make me feel better. So my focus was on society. My focus was on materialism. And so when I was diagnosed with cancer, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my beauty i'm gonna lose my hair i'm not gonna be able to carry my pretty bags i'm gonna be in a hospital and i thought okay my life is over like i'm not worth anything but then i quickly shifted into the focus of oh no 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 those things don't matter there is no u-haul behind the hearse you can't take it with you so why does it really matter why does materialism matter it doesn't it's because society is pushing us to love that stuff, right? It's on the billboards, it's on the TV, it's everywhere. It's like all these advertisements, why? Because people wanna sell stuff, but that doesn't mean we have to meditate on that. And mm -hmm. so, so when I was first diagnosed with cancer, I thought my life is over, my beauty is gone, I have no value in this world. But when I started to focus on God's promises, I, I thought to myself, what a waste. I, I suffered for so long in insecurity and in fear and in doubt, self-doubt because I wasn't focusing on God's word, but it quickly changed when I started to focus on God word, God's word. And I put scriptures up. Like if I was looking at scriptures all over my house, then I was, then I stayed focused, right? Like on my phone, I have a reminder at 11 o'clock every day to surrender. Like, even though I know to surrender to God, I still need reminders. And I put like a picture of myself as a child up in a couple of places in my house. And I look at that picture when I walk by it and I say, I will protect you because we have a responsibility to heal yeah. our, we, to heal our inner child. Right. Yeah. And so, and all of those things can happen through the faith, through my faith in God, they're not going to happen through society, like covering me. Right. Society doesn't care about us. They're going to, so they're going to spit us out. So why do we care so much about society? Wow. Um, now, I want to talk about, uh, I mean, this, I, I mean, your story is a very inspiring one. And I love how you, you know, you were able to um, refocus your mind, your attention, you know, to God, even yeah. when you, you know, after your diagnosis. And uh, I mean, and I believe there are people listening to us today who have, uh, who are probably even suffering certain ailments, you know, and all of that. And, and I believe this is an encouragement to them. Rather than feeling neglected by God, rather than feeling downcasted, you can refocus your mind, your attention to God, you know, practically, you know, taking hold of God's word. But now, Christine, I want us to talk about um, what really, I mean, apart from looking off God or taking our eyes off God and focusing on materialism, focusing on, you know, the things that do not really matter, what would you say are the major causes of uh, fear in a believer's life? I mean, my biggest fears have 
to do with my children because I'm trying to teach them to depend on God, but they're, yeah. ser they're seriously stuck in what the world wants from them. You know, it's very transactional. Life is very transactional. I think it shouldn't be, but it is. And so they're really stuck in that materialism. They're really stuck in, you know, trying to be successful in this world and, and what they can get from that. And I'm trying to teach them that all of those things are, are fine, but that's not what the focus should be. That's not what you should depend on. And so, and so my, so when I talk about fear, I have, I worry about them. I worry about the decisions they make. I worry about what society is doing to them because I was their age one time and I wasn't focusing on God that much back then. And I made a ton of mistakes and I made, there was collateral damage in my life. It's not that I don't want them to go through that because they do need to learn, but I want them to depend on God because I did it wrong for so long. I'm trying to teach them differently. But that, I would say that is what stirs up some fear inside of me. But I'm not saying that that is healthy. It's not. I have to give, those are God's children. I'm just the facilitator, right? I'm their earthly mother, but those are God's children. Interesting. Um, now, uh, because of our time, I think we should just move on to talking about how we can, you know, now this is the real crux of the conversation, how we can overcome, uh, you know, fear and, and doubts. Yeah, um, Christine, um, you know, please answer this using your own personal story and what you believe can also help other Christians. Yeah. Well, when I stopped focusing on the outcome, like for instance, if I stopped focusing on if I was going to survive cancer, yeah. Then it freed me up to be more faithful each day. It freed me up to show courage each day. But if, if I was focused on, well, what if I don't make it? What if I don't get to raise my kids? What if I die from chemotherapy? What if all those questions, all that insecurity, that festers inside of you, right? And if, yeah. you, lean, if you lean into that, then that will become like fearful. And you're, that will be overtake you with fear. And so when I stopped meditating on the outcome and I started to just say, okay, God, you've got me, you've gone before me, you know, the end, I don't know. And so I'm just going to show courage every day to myself, which is a self-esteem builder, right. And to show my community, to show my family and to show my friends. And so when I started to show more courage and kind of get rid of the outcome, not meditate on that, then other people started to have more faith. And so it was like this wave effect, right? I mean, if you like, look at the news, like, especially now, I can't even watch the news because it's just all fear-based. Like the more the newscasters exaggerate the story, the more the ratings, right? So what are they going to do? They're going to show the gory pictures. They're going to show the catastrophes, right? Because they want viewers. I don't want to watch that because I'm just, that's going to take me into fear. It's what you watch. It's what you listen to. And it's how you talk to yourself. Self-talk is so critical. If I say to myself, okay, there's a really big chance of cancer reoccurrence. How does that help me? There's nothing, there's no faithfulness in that, right? That, that statement is fear. But if I say to myself, you know, God has me on this earth as long as he wants me here and then I'm good. That's faith, that's a faithful focus. And those are just two different ways of language inside of your own head. Yeah. I wanna choose the language that serves me peace and serves peace around me. And for me, that's like a, that's a rope tied to faith. It's not a rope tied to fear. 
Oh, great stuff. <laughs> Thank you so much, um, Christine. Uh, so now just your final um, you know, words on this um, particular topic. Um, please go ahead. I, I have gone through many stages of fear in my life. It did not serve me. I learned that it just created more fear and angst inside of me. And I made decisions based on fear, right? Those were, they were, those were not in alignment with faith, those decisions. They were not good decisions. And the more I dove into faith, the better decisions I made for my life, my children's life, for my family's life, for my friend's life, and for other people to watch. Like I do a lot of interviews right now because I have a really interesting story, but I don't do them for self-serving. I, I do it to show people like, what's the difference between living a life of society's accolades versus a life of godly forgiveness and godly grace. And I think sometimes it helps to have stories to, to back that up. And so each day that I encounter fear, I'll stop myself and say, let go and let God. That's my first thought, but that takes time. You know, it's, it's a practice. And so if we start to do that and we don't believe it, keep doing it because eventually you will believe that. It's way better than listening to the doctors who say, okay, this is your percentile chance of survival. You may not make it. Like, why do I want to hear that? Why do I want to listen to that? I don't. So I just say to myself, okay, God will cover me. God will heal me. Let go and let God. And I just let that wash away. Oh, great stuff. Let go and let God. What a beautiful way to um, wrap up the conversation today. And to everyone who has been listening um, to this conversation, we've been talking about, uh, you know, overcoming um, fear and, you know, and doubts. And I mean, if you can really, you know, tell yourself that um, fear, self-doubt has got nothing on me, then just imagine the, uh, you know, the beautiful life that you can actually live. You know, God doesn't even want us to entertain these things in our life. And just as Christine has shared in our own story, you know, overcoming cancer and all of that, you know, it can only take, you know, God's grace, God's goodness, right? You know, uh, you know, in our own life. And this can also be, you know, this can also reflect in your own life as well. You can take this, um, you know, these practical tips that she, you know, be generous to share with us today on the show and also apply them to your own life and move on from fear, you know, to faith in God, move on from self-doubt to, you know, so self-confidence in God, you know, and it is very much possible. And I really appreciate you, Christine, for, you know, for spending time with us on the show today. And I really look forward to having you come again and also help us. I know you are very um, you know, you are very passionate about helping people change their lives. And that is one area I look forward to interviewing you about again on the Faith Culture Podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, just before you go, I'm going to ask you to please um, say a short prayer to, um, you know, to all uh, to the listeners today. I, I know there's somebody there who is probably even crying, who is just um, reimagining their lives and who is downcasted, but he or she is just finding hope through what uh, you have just shared today. Right, so what, um, you know, just say short prayer that, uh, you know, that I strongly believe that God is gonna use, you know, to um, cement the good work he has completed in the lives of people through this particular episode. Thank you so much, Christine. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I mean, I just thank God that we have this time together. I thank God that there are people that wanna listen and wanna change their focus from fear to faith. I thank God for the Holy Spirit that puts these, thoughts in our heads that are pure and direct us toward being more faithful. I pray for the peace that God gives us, that if we seek it, we will get it. 
I pray for God's grace over my life and the healing that he's given me and enough to be a leader and to share this with other people. I pray for the people that are listening, that they take something, whatever they need from this podcast and whatever does not serve them, just forget it. And I pray gratitude over this podcaster who's been so kind and generous to open this door for other people to learn and to listen because fear is, does come from Satan. It's not from God. And I also pray Thanksgiving for this time with you. And I appreciate this opportunity in Jesus amen. name. I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank and you just so much. One thing, one thing I want to say, hope is a muscle, right? Mm. Hope is a muscle. Remember that. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Thank you so much, Christine. I mean, that is just so awesome. Hope is a muscle. I mean, keep hope alive. Then you, yeah. you know, just keep feeding on the word of God. Then you get to be more muscle. You get to have more hope and you get to be an overcomer. Yeah. Thank you so much, Christine. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. This has really been uh, awesome and beautiful. And, um, and I look forward to having you again on the show. And to you, my listeners, please do me a favor. Hit the share button. Let someone get to be blessed by what you have just listened to, right? Um, you know, and if you are new to the show, I want to say welcome to the Faith Culture Podcast. Uh, you've just listened to an amazing conversation with my guest today, Christine. Um, do not just, you know, do just let's, let's, let's do each other a favor. Take what you've listened to and, you know, pass it on to someone else, right? It's just by, you know, hitting the like button if you're on YouTube. You know, and also share if you're on the Apple Podcast or Spotify, you can as well share this episode to someone. Let everyone get blessed by what we have listened to today. Until I come your way next time, stay blessed. God bless you guys. My name is Shino, and I look forward to speaking with you guys again. Music